<laughs> the college process has been wrapping up for seniors. Aaron and John talked to faculty and students about their experiences. And what I would tell those students is that is the school's loss. It is not your loss. You are not defeated. They missed out on you. It's not, you're not worthy of going there. It's you put yourself in a position to say, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna put myself out there, I'm gonna take that risk, and if that risk doesn't pay off, then it doesn't pay off, but I did that, I put myself out there. And I think maybe at Clayton, that's what we kinda of need to start articulating a little bit more. But no, I don't think there's any shame, and I don't think Clayton students should ever feel ashamed for not getting into the top tier university or anything like that. There isn't really a lot of evidence that supports the claim that where you go to college makes any lick of a difference. Um, there's some preliminary evidence that suggests um, if you're a person of color or you are socioeconomically disadvantaged, that, that where you go to college will make a difference in your life. And what I mean when I say that is um, the, really how much money you're going to make over the course of your lifetime. Not whether or not you're going to be happy as you accumulate those resources, but whether or not you're going to earn a lot of money. I think it's really important for, for high school students and even undergraduates to realize that where you're going um, is not as important as what you do once you're there. You know, there are always disappointments in life. I mean, I, and so um, I think that what the process will allow you to, um, maybe it's gonna be that first rejection, Maybe it's gonna be that deferral or that wait list, but what do you take from it? How do you learn from that? You're, you're gonna, in the future, you're gonna to apply to many jobs. You might apply for many internships or grants, or maybe you're gonna be applying to graduate school. And the more resilient you become to understanding that all of life is not guaranteed and that you're gonna deal with disappointments, the way that you deal with it is really going to be much more useful than actually getting an acceptance. I mean, it was definitely rough. Um, you know, the first couple of times you get waitlisted or rejected from school, um, you know, you wonder if you've done something wrong, if, um, you know, you maybe overestimated your ability. But, you know, all it really took was one or two schools that, you know, I felt like, wow, I got in here, that that's pretty cool. To, you know, really boost my motivation and my morale. I don't know that the school, the students, whatever, our community does a very good job of articulating that some of this pressure and some of this competitive drive is actually driven and manufactured by the college admission process itself. Colleges like this, they want to be seen as, we're a big 10 school, like look at all the awesome sports that we have and look at this environment and it's like, right. They're selling themselves because they want a lot of people to apply to that school so they can decrease their, their college admissions rate and look more exclusive. Look at the data, look at the evidence, figure out if you're going to use the ranking system as your sole or primary influential tool. How do you know that one school is better than another? And how do they know when they compiled that list? I was thinking, you know, there's a lot more to college than just the name or how prestigious your teacher is. You know, once you get to a certain caliber of school, you know, it's not like there's going to be a certain 
that there's not going to be a whole lot of differences in the quality of education. You know, it's more about crafting a, an experience more geared towards you, and I feel like I'd be a lot more happier. Okay, you're going to mourn for a day, maybe a week, but then you move on because there are always possibilities. The biggest thing I think you can take from this process is to learn to believe in yourself. You shouldn't, like, choose, like, one college and make that, like, if I don't get in here, then, like, it's over. I think you have to really keep an open mind and realize that there are a lot of good places to go to. For the most part of all the people that I've known that have gone through this process, they either end up really happy with they went, with where they went, even if they didn't specifically like that place at first, or they didn't like where they went and they transferred and after that they became happy. Honestly, it's what you make it. I've had friends who have gone to their last choice schools like they hadn't gotten in anywhere else, so they ended up going to the one school that accepted them, and they thought they were gonna hate it, and they're having the best time because it's what you make it, and there are so many different and, like, different and cool people where we're all going, and like we all have the, like, the ability to find those people, and I think that as long as you surround yourself with that and you keep an open mind and stay positive and do your work and really take advantage of your opportunities, then it's going to be amazing, and I'm so excited to see where everyone goes. So what does going back in the past and reliving the what-ifs and I-should-haves accomplish? The only thing we can do as human beings is live in the present moment. And we can't travel into the future as far as, far as I'm aware of either. All we can do is live in the present. So if those feelings emerge, and they're totally natural, how did that person get in? They didn't do what I did. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself and say, hey, you know what? I did a heck of a job while I was in high school.